I don't know how to say this, Reverend, but I'm just not sure anyone on the school board would believe that Miss Margot was trying to pick up a father of two of our students. Uh, maybe you've just misinterpreted something our Miss Margot said. I don't think so. As sometimes men do. <laughs> you know how it is with men your age. No, I, I don't. How is it? Well, sometimes they misinterpret things. A, a young woman being kind to them, they... Well, they think it's something else. <laughs> she wasn't just being kind. She's a, a, attracted to me. I, you know, I, I admit, uh, I'm a little older than she is, but maybe she has a thing for older men or for men in my profession. You'd be surprised how often that happens. <laughs> I am sorry. I don't know why this tickles me so. Look, um... <laughs> oh. Maybe you're just tired. I know Annie's out of town. Just go home. Get some rest. You don't want to accuse anyone of anything without proof. And Miss Margot has been with us now three years, and she is very well-liked by our students. Well, fine, fine. But I know what I saw, okay? And I don't think I want my sons in her classroom. I'd like to change them over to another class. Why don't we just get some rest? And then see how we feel about it. Uh, what is it? Why don't we get some rest? I, 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 I wasn't suggesting that you and I get some rest together. <laughs> no, I was. Hello and welcome to For Heaven's Sake, a 7th Heaven podcast. This is episode 1103, titled A Pain in the Neck, and we are your co-hosts, Lady J. And T. How are you, T? <laughs> I'm great. How are you? <laughs> Good. <laughs> oh, no. I have the giggles. Do you? <laughs> All the giggles. <laughs> um, I'm going to say right off the bat that this episode was very triggering for me. Yeah, and that... Dude, that whole thing also after the the clip, the, this clip that you just played, it felt so over the top in the end, though. Oh, interesting. Like, oh, I didn't suggest you and me rest. And I was like, okay, why is this necessary? Well, but see, this is why I, I don't know if I'm like, like applauding the show or not. Yeah. But I got to say, like... This is what it's like to be a woman in 2019 America. Mm, true. Yeah, like, this is true. Like, it, I know that, like, I don't even think it's supposed to be playing for laughs. Like, no. he's coming to a figure of authority in the school with a legitimate grievance yeah. about how a teacher has acted towards him. Yeah. And he's being dismissed out of hand, yeah. being told that he's making it up, that he's reading too much into it. Yeah. That that he's like, you know, a man of a certain age, so he's crazy or whatever. Yeah. Like all shit that as women, like we know all too well. Yep. What how this goes. I know. Yeah. And it was like I mean, I'm in a way, and I again 
I'm hesitant to give the show credit for this because yeah. I don't know if Brenda Hampton, especially in 2006, was like, ooh, I'm going to make a statement about this and have the tables be turned and like, you know, have the audience like know what's up and it's about a man and like see how it feels when he's like being dismissed or whatever. Yeah. I don't know how much like feminism went into this scene necessarily. I know. But all the same, it's like super poignant mm-hmm. to be watching it today. Yeah. And to and to feel all the feels and to like have it resonate in yeah. such a like m- important way, you know? I I will admit that I did love how it played out in the beginning to hear all the excuses she's coming up with to cover Miss uh mm-hmm. Morgan, right? Her name Margo. Margo. Mm-hmm. Uh Margo's ass basically. Uh it's all in your head, you're delusional like one after the other. I was like Okay, she's, I'm, I'm liking this. She's been this. with us for quite some time. time. She's a, she's she has such good standing in the school with us. Yeah. Or whatever position of power, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, it's fucking like blood boiling for me. Yeah. Like thinking about it and like thinking, like I can totally put myself in Eric's shoes mm-hmm. to where I'm just like, holy shit! Mm-hmm. <laughs> like he he can't like. He's he's telling her what happened. Yeah. And she's like literally laughing him out of the room. Yep. <laughs> like what? Yeah. And I'm I'm still confused about when we get to it. I'm still confused uh when the principal goes up to Margot after he after he gives them shit for oh, it. Oh yeah. And after yeah 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 which we'll talk about. But yeah, it's almost like she's not what is she going to get like a slap on the hand? Yeah, I'm like wait is this important? Like, are you going to make a change right now? Or did you, are you actually listening or yeah. Was this again, another like pat on the back kind of like, Oh man, I know what you're talking about now. I, yeah, it's just, I don't know. It's really like, oof. Yeah. I still don't know what that. Yeah. So, so let's, so let's unpack it since we're talking about the storyline, like we might as well. Um, Eric goes to the school yeah. to pick up the boys or something. He shows up at the school like in the middle of the day. Maybe they like yeah. forgot their lunches. I don't I don't quite, quite remember. Yeah, I, don't I don't know either. that it's really relevant yeah. because she comes out into the hallway. Miss Margot comes out into the hallway mm-hmm. and like meets him out there kind of thing. Yeah. And oh, I know what it is. She's telling him that the kids are having trouble staying awake Today. Oh yeah, because oh, they yeah. stayed up all night last night. Because I'm happy. Because they were camping and happy got lost, and they stayed up all night looking yeah. for her. And so she's like, she's showing concern. She's like, oh, like why, why aren't the kids sleeping? Kind of thing, whatever. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, we camp. My wife's out of town, whatever. And she fully, I mean, the balls on this bitch. Yeah, dude. Like I can't even. I just. I don't understand. Like you've already said what you said to him in the last episode about yeah. how like he's hot and how you're going to change churches and shit or whatever. Mm-hmm. Cause he's a very attractive man. And then you pull this shit. It seems to me you are having a very difficult time taking care of your two little boys while their mommy is away. Oh, <laughs> what's wrong? Oh, I pulled some. Uh, are you, are you implying that I can't take care of my own children? No. No, not at all. I'm implying that maybe you need some help with your children, if you know what I mean. I don't know what you mean, I hope. I'm offering to help. Me, helping you. Maybe we could have dinner together 
The four of us. You, me, Sam, David. I do know what you mean, and uh, no. Then afterwards, we could help them with their homework, and they could go to bed, and we could... No, definitely not. I'm sorry. <laughs> I've never done this before, but I find myself very attracted to you. Maybe I should come in for some professional counseling. Yeah, I think professional counseling might be a good idea. I'd be happy to recommend someone to you. I left a lesson plan in my car. Do you care to walk me to the parking lot? No, thanks. Oh, that's too bad. Ew. Like, she's not hearing anything. She's just... Anything. I mean, imagine... <laughs> I'm saying imagine like we can't already imagine it in all the fucking me too stories we hear all day long but like yeah. like imagine being in this position where I'm not necessarily saying that she's got like a position of power over him per se mm-hmm. right but but there is an imbalance of um power structure in this in this two b- between these two people because yeah. like you know she is his kid's teacher. And Mm -hmm. so, you know, there's a sense of like, you got to sort of stay on her good side because for fear of she'll retaliate against the twins, maybe or whatever, you know, like it's not, it's not exactly like a, like a sexist type of thing. It's more Mm -hmm. just like this, like imbalance in the position that that both people hold or whatever. Right. Mm -hmm. And so imagine being in Miss Margot's position and, trying to like influence mm-hmm. Eric and like making it about the kids like oh like your wife's yeah. out of town like let me help you with the kids like I can be there for you and whatever it's like what the fuck are you talking about yeah she created this fantasy so quickly let's you know I'll take care of the kids with you we'll have dinner then they can go off to bed honey this isn't your life go find one this isn't yours right these aren't your kids I just just, I just yeah it's really it was like again blood boiling yeah (laughs) I was like I'm like watching this happen and you can see Eric grow increasingly uncomfortable and again it's like it's like he's just he's telling her no 50 different ways to sunday and it's like she's just not hearing it (laughs) like how many more ways can he be like no i get what you're saying no i'm not interested no like yeah jesus and he's uncomfortable yeah like just by looking at her like fucking like within an inch of his face she's like touching him and shit like straight up like rose oh god but like psychotic like like this one's like frightening yeah no this is i mean this is not even really much like rose because rose was a victim of her own like yeah you know need for love and shit no no what i mean is she wouldn't hear what simon was saying exactly this woman not hearing what eric has to say because she's gonna try to make that shit happen yeah yeah but seriously those kids are not your kids i know don't She's just so frightening in all levels. It's creepy. And so then, of course, then he goes and tells the principal and we heard how that went. And mocking him. Yeah, totally making him feel like an idiot. I think the only bone of contention I have with what Eric tells that that the principal is he's trying to get the principal to believe that Mm -hmm. that um, Miss Margot is attracted to him. Yeah, because he uses those words like she's attracted to me. Yeah. And I think like 
it's just a bad choice of words there. Mm-hmm. Like on Brenda's part, or we can, you know, if we like suspend our disbelief on Eric's part, like, yeah. because it's not even that she's attracted to him. Either way, she's hitting on him. And that's the problem. Like, you know what I mean? Like the problem is her forwardness yeah. and her insinuations, not whether or not she's actually attracted to him, which she probably is, but yeah. that's beside the point, you know? So I wonder like if mm-hmm. makes me wonder then like, what. Well, what would be your choice of words? Like proposition me. Yeah, that's what I would okay. say. I, I would I would try to not try, but like I would tell the principal like she came on to me. Yeah. She's she tried to like come into my bed or whatever, you know, yeah. like not because it's not really about the attraction. You know what I mean? Yeah. The attraction isn't necessarily the inappropriate thing here you yeah. know what i mean it, it, it it's, it's inappropriate not, but yeah. like morally not so much mm-hmm. as like ethically and shit you know what i mean yeah. like um yeah i think but again because he's just trying to get the point across the principle like it's not necessarily like gonna make or break the conversation it's yeah. just like it's maybe just not the best choice of words interesting something that stood out to me really yeah um but yeah, so then the principal like laughs him out of the room and then um, through a series of circumstances, which we'll get into when of we course. talk about Lucy and all them, but um, he sort of like decides that he's not going to stand for this kind of bullshit anymore yeah. and like really decides to like take his life by the reins mm-hmm. and like t- like own the shit out of like every decision he gets to make and make every call he wants to make yeah. and whatever. And so he shows back up at the school yeah. and fucking like rips a new this one. fucking group of teachers, <laughs> especially Miss Margo and the principal. Yeah. A fucking new one, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It I was, was fun. It was awesome. Yeah. Like I have never loved Eric more than in yeah. this moment when he's just like laying it all on the floor, man. Yeah. Like in front of everybody has no shame. Oh yeah. And and he and he wants the audience. Yeah. Like cuz he calls Margo out, but then he's like, "No, no, no. None of you go anywhere though right now because every one of you needs to hear this." You know, I pay taxes that pay for teachers and and other public servants and you know, I'm tired of having people who you know actually are work for me acting as if their lack of morality doesn't affect anybody else your lack of morals miss margo affects everyone else look at you look at all of you you work hard you you know you do a good job you put up with ridiculous parents who don't teach their children right from wrong and in turn those children are so horrible in the classroom that teaching becomes a burden instead of a joy and all the while you you hang in there and you do the best you can and you gosh you barely scrape by financially and you do without because you're dedicated to teaching and then somebody like miss margo comes along or worse a, you know, a teacher comes along who doesn't just flirt with a parent no no they flirt with a student or they seduce a student. A student. You know, the, the, the very person they're supposed to be teaching. Well, teaching what? That nothing matters? So I'm not waiting around for the situation with Miss Margot to get worse. It's not okay for my sons to be educated by a woman who has problems. I think they're serious problems and who shouldn't be teaching. You shouldn't be teaching. You're not good enough to be in this group. You're certainly not good enough to be Sam's and David's teacher are my children. And like most parents, I care about my children. Maybe you think I'm just a crazy old man, but you know what? I don't care. 
I don't care about anything. So, bye, Ms. Margot. Bye, Ms. Fitzhenry. I'm out of here. I'm out of this wacky world of education where the lousy, immoral teachers are protected at the expense of all the other teachers. I'm not waiting days or weeks or months to find the right teacher for my sons. Mm-hmm. Replace the wacky world of education with yeah. the government, yeah. with the entertainment industry, yeah. with any, like, just pick something out of a hat. Exactly. And replace it. And this same fucking shit is like poignant, salient, matters, Mm -hmm. needs to be heard, like needs to be said over and over and over again. And I do like that it's in front of an audience. It's many people. And it just makes it into a really awkward environment that brings, it just brings everything to light, right? So everybody knows, oh, Miss Margot hit on this guy. Is she a problem? Yeah, they don't have proof or anything. But now it's like it's an open discussion, right? That's right. W- with all these employees or whatever, with all these teachers, right? <sighs> because and I wish we saw that the the aftermath with Margot. Kind herself. of, yeah. Well, see, but the pro- <laughs> yeah, no, I, I know, just like a I little know. bit, but or maybe I will, maybe in a couple episodes. I don't know. Maybe I will, but the truth is, it's probably not. I mean, this because yeah. this is happening right here, right now. So it's not like in yeah. the next episode they're gonna come back to this exact moment or whatever. Why they did that in season ten? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I think, but like, because I don't know. I actually don't even think it matters, right? Yeah, this is the thing that like, um. I have two points, so I'll make this point first. Like, we have this tendency to, like, when something bad happens, right, to try to break down or get inside the mind of the criminal or the crazy person or the perpetrator of these heinous acts Mm -hmm. as a way of coping, right? Because as as human beings, like, we need to – put order into what happens so that mm-hmm. we can make sense of it and like process it or whatever. Yeah. And so when something bad like this happens, like we need to sort of go and go like, Wait, why? Like, why did Margot do this? You know? Yeah. But ultimately what we have to understand, like as a society and as humans and whatever, in order to like move forward and stop shit like this from continuing to happen is it doesn't matter why. Yeah. What matters is that it happened. Yeah. And what are you going to do about it? Like, True. like Eric did what he what what he could and what he had to do, which is speak up, mm-hmm. try to say something to somebody in, in a position of power, yeah. try to get the problem rectified. And if that's not going to work, then extricate yourself from the situation and shout it from the fucking roof, rooftops so that the whole world knows. Yeah. Mm hmm. That's all like we like the whole world needs to fucking know. Yeah. So that we can and 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 we need to know as a society that that if I'm going to be a perpetrator of some sort of bullshit, the world's going to know about it. Yeah. Exactly. You know what I mean? That it's not going to be covered up, that it's not going to be okay, mm-hmm. that that someone's going to speak out about it and mm-hmm. you're not going to get away with it, you know? Yeah. Like I don't know. I, I I think I think they for for what this is, and again in the context of 2006, which yeah. this was not even a conversation in 2006 on the grand scale. I'm I'm really like kind of surprised. I'm, not that it wasn't happening back then, obviously, yeah. but I'm saying like societally, culturally, it's not like as like forefront of everyone's mind as it is today in 2019. That's you know, yeah, that's true. 
It's true. Although yeah. maybe it wasn't. I just was too young. I don't know. But yeah, it's true. I, I, right? It's all those things. It's to hard think to about. know. I, I'm I mean, not... like fifteen years removed. Like lots of things are like blurry. You know what I mean? Yeah. But regardless, like I think this is this is everything that needed to happen, which mm-hmm. is like a public shouting from the rooftops of this is not okay and you know whatever the other thing that i wanted to say about this is like you know what makes art so special and important Mm -hmm. is its ability to help um, I'm choosing my words very carefully, so I apologize for the pauses, audience. But um, <laughs> it's it's the ability for art to shine a light yeah. on something in a way that helps an audience like understand it and process it mm-hmm. with a level of like removal yes. from it. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Where where you can watch this mm-hmm. and feel all the feelings, like all the yeah. triggering and all those like anger and everything, and and yet know that it's just happening on the screen and it's yeah. like and it's okay, but understand that like it's just an example really of a mm-hmm. larger issue that's really happening or whatever, True. you know? Yeah. And I think that like especially television these days because it's so like the prevalent form of entertainment. Like it's, you know, it's the golden age of TV or whatever. Like I think it's so important for television shows that are trying to like be good, you know, like not like your frivolous bullshit TV, but like real like art television, Uh you know, to have stories like this, to keep reminding the audience that this kind of shit is how it goes down. Yeah. And this is, this is real reactions to real accusations and real responses to real heinous acts of like ethical, you know, boundary crossing or whatever. I don't know. I think I'm just, I'm just like really like proud of this episode, frankly, (laughs) or at least this storyline, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I really like as triggering as it was like triggering in that way that like, I'm like, finally, you know, like it was like, it was cool to see it and Mm -hmm. to and to give a voice to it or shine a light on it or whatever you know and because i love a good like gimmick concept thing to have the 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 tables turn or like the script flipped a little bit and have it you know male female thing made it even like cooler for me you know yeah but i'm surprised miss margo's kicking uh still around I wasn't expecting to see this character. Do you get what I mean? Oh, yeah. To see her again after the last episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too. I, you know, with this show. When I saw her name come up in the credit, like, in you know, in the cold open or whatever, I was like, oh, shit. Okay. That's interesting. You're like, why? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we'll see. Um, I don't actually know if she's going to be in the whole season or what, like the deal oh, is with God. her. No. Like, is this going to be like, like another T-bone scenario where she's, where she's just going to keep popping up all season long? I don't know. <laughs> Certainly given the fact that Eric has now pulled his kids out of school. Yeah. Like that's probably going to come back around, right? Like the whole school aspect of it all. Cause like, where, like what's going to happen to the kids? Like where else are they going to go? You know? Yeah. And looking forward to seeing Annie. I know her reaction to that. She was like absent from this episode, which has like never happened that she's missed an entire episode, not even like on a phone call or anything. I know. I don't think that's ever happened. 
I can't remember. Maybe like one time when she was in Arizona visiting her dad or something. But yeah. But even then, like she like she would make a phone call or, you know, something like it's weird not having her on the screen. It's true. Um, But yeah, I don't know. Those are my very long winded thoughts. They were nice long winded <laughs> thoughts. I like them. Well, thank you. Um, I don't know. And this is one again, listeners like I implore you guys to like reach out because I can only imagine watching this happen in real time like in 2006 yeah. when it aired in October or whatever like what was what went through your mind like mm. what did it hit home like it's doing right now <laughs> like in 2019 yeah. did it like what did it mean back then you know or or was it just another episode and another like thing that they dealt with because this show let's not forget wasn't was a show yeah. of dealing with things you know what I mean and maybe this was just another drop in that bucket who knows? <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. yeah, it is. But it, ugh, okay, I'm done. I'm not going to keep harping on it. I've said what I had to say. <laughs> um, ooh. Ooh. <laughs> what am I, Lucy? Yep. <laughs> um, do you have any other stray observations about this storyline? No, I'm. I was digging the entire thing. I like how it all played out. I enjoyed it. I like that Margot is really good at not taking no for an answer or completely just, she's just missing it. Like it's going over her head. Mm -hmm. So again, watching it being played out was fun, but also like I wanted to throw up. Yeah. You know, it was just repulsive. Like, ugh. yeah, you're like, get it, get it away. But it was good. Like, that's why I, I got, I got all the feels like you said, triggering. Yeah. It's just, it's there. Yeah. You're like this bitch. Okay. And then, <laughs> And then the with the dean, you're like, oh come on, are you kidding me? I know, I know. Yeah. Oh. So funny because as we as you were talking, I was like, it occurred to me, and I'm and I'm positing this like a question, like I'm like I want to talk about yeah. it. I don't know. So when she leaves Eric to go to her car to pick up a lesson plan or whatever, yeah. right? She runs into our good friend, Ben, who's ben. visiting this week uh -huh. um, and who went to the school with Eric. So yeah. he's there in the parking lot when as she comes through. And of course he sees a pretty girl. So he's all over it. He's like, Oh, Hey babe. And he starts like, you know, chatting her up and stuff. And she's not having it. She yeah. is not interested whatsoever. She like fucks with him a little bit. She's yeah. like, oh yeah, you know, whatever. Like, yeah, you want to like help me and stuff. And she's like, I'm not interested. Bye kind of thing. And like mm -hmm. leaves him like high and dry or whatever. Yeah. I'm wondering if, or I'm uh, rather, I'm wondering what the purpose of that was. I don't know either. Like, cause, okay. Cause one read of that scene right yeah. is just a funny moment to maybe like cleanse the palate a little bit from this thing that just happened with eric mm -hmm. funny moment of comedic relief with ben being ben and yeah. failing with women as he always does kind of thing mm -hmm. the other read would be to to highlight to the audience that oh she's not just a horn dog who's yeah. gonna fuck anybody she's, she's really, really into eric yeah so what right yeah. So what? Like, I, I, thought I was, don't need that as yeah. an audience member. I like Ben. Give him another scene. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Get, he's in the episode. No, what I mean is it's why this, why this kind of scene with Margot? 
Yeah, and especially like literally right after the scene yeah. with Eric, like it's it's almost like a tracking shot of her walking mm-hmm. outside, you know, and coming across Ben. Like it's I I can't believe like I have to believe that it was more significant than just comedic relief with Ben. You know what I mean? Yeah. Then again, maybe we're giving the show too much credit as we like, tend to do because here we are as humans trying to put a reason behind something to yeah. process it and make sense of it, right? Like I don't know. Or maybe it serves both purposes. Like who like who knows, yeah. right? Like maybe Brenda's like, "Oh, we get a funny Ben moment and the audience gets that extra hint of like, oh, so she's not just like like yeah. gonna fuck anybody. It's like Basically. really really about Eric, which then helps for the audience anyway when Eric's like talking to the principal and saying like, she's attracted to me, like, believe me, the audience is like, Oh no, I guess she really is because I mean, she could have had Ben and she didn't take yeah. it. You know what I mean? Maybe what, they had to, they had to really solidify it for the audience. <laughs> well, but you got to remember like this is 2006 audiences. Yeah. Like it, TV was a different landscape back then. You know, people yeah. watch TV differently. Audiences were different. Like, it was a whole different thing. And this is a family show. So, you know, they, they, they were, they, they've always been a little more heavy handed with certain things True. because their audience is like teenagers, I guess. I don't know. Um, yeah, we wouldn't know. We weren't watching it then. Yeah, no. In 06, we were in college Gosh. or we had just graduated from high school or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. I know. <laughs> oh, No. In, in the fall of 06, we were, I was like, oh, fall of, oh, I was a fall. sophomore in college in the fall of 06. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Oh, shit. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Oh, we old. I know. Yeah, there's no way this was on my radar. No, <laughs> at all. Like, it was one thing for it to be, like, knowing about it in high school and stuff. Sure. But, uh-uh. but yeah, in college, I, I I probably, if you had asked me then, I would have said, like, it's still on. <laughs> like, I what? <laughs> now when I think about it, how do, how do most college college students survive with this Out golden Netflix. age of television yeah like how did anybody or how or how wait what are you saying <laughs> i'm trying to say it's like, okay it's nice to have background noise but w- when there's such great television out how do you not you gonna how are you not how do you glued? like focus and study and Hell stuff? yeah <laughs> yeah 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 how i know why but it's a weird thing i mean when i was in college like Sure, granted, it wasn't the golden age of, of television, but I certainly watched a lot of television. Whatever was on back then, I was watching. Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> um, I still watch that. Um, and so you just kind of like, you don't. You know, yeah. I, I don't know, at least for me, like I wasn't like glued to TV in college. Like, I wasn't either. It was just something that was there. Yeah. If I, if, and a lot of times it would be like when I should be studying, I'd be watching TV, but you know yeah. pretty much like finals and midterms like you're you're studying like fuck tv kind of thing you know yeah but i'm just again but, but because there's so much available like old shit and new oh, yeah. available well, for streaming all day exactly. streaming especially changed the game i'm sure yeah because back in 06 nobody was streaming anything there was no netflix there was no hulu whatever but like yeah like streaming change i mean your laptop now yeah is not only your lifeline for for school but it's also like the gateway to like the world like yeah. how do you how are you not constantly distracted by everything exactly <laughs> like, oh, it's man. crazy yeah let's all go back to school <laughs> Ugh, no, no i'm done <laughs> Although my my dream retirement scenario, if I'm ever able to retire, r- yeah, right, um, is just to just go and audit college courses. 
Oh, that would be so much just fun. Just like sit in the back and like learn something. You yeah. Know? <laughs> I've always wanted to. Even now, like I've always wanted to. I know, to. right? Like, just go sit in a class, please. And because, because, and in, not take a test. Oh, oh yeah. No tests. Just I just want to learn. I just want to learn. I don't want to take. Learn. No, no pressure. I don't need that anxiety. Because, because I remember <laughs> when I was in school, like you'd see these like older gentlemen or women, yeah. like way in the back with their little newspapers and they would like with their coffees and they would just like sit in one of our stadium classrooms yeah. all day and just whatever classes were there, they'd just, you know, be there. Ugh. And like, what a cool way to spend your day, you know? Exactly. Oh, yeah that would be nice very Ugh. yeah that's anyway. the dream um shout out to those people that are doing that right now and listening to this probably not no <laughs> but i got i just got a mental image of the one guy that i would notice in our my like history classes it's like some old man he was just awesome he'd always come in again with his coffee mm-hmm. ready mm-hmm. so cute anyways yeah. um yeah so so let's talk about Ben and the Kinkirks. Um, Lucy and Kevin. Well, Kevin, it's hard to know if Kevin has invited Ben. Yeah. Or if Ben has just decided he's I, coming this week. I'm assuming Ben decided to just show up. Well, he didn't literally just show up. He told Kevin he's coming. Yeah, like the Kevin's day like prepping Lucy. <laughs> yeah. Right. And telling him, telling her like, yeah, he's coming and he wants to be with us and stuff. And Lucy, again, fresh off the heels of her traumatic summer and yeah. f- trying to deal with all that. She's not fully like on the other side of it yet. You yeah. Know, is just like, no. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, I love your brother, and I'm happy he's here, and I'm happy that he wants to spend time with us, but I don't want him staying with us. Like, there's, I just know, you know? Mm -hmm. Obviously, later we realize the why, which is literally just because the room he'd be taking is the nursery they had set up for the twins. And if he takes it, then it means, like, Lucy having to, like, let go of that nursery, Mm -hmm. you know? Which is traumatic and everything and totally understandable. Yeah. And what's what's even more interesting or almost cute is like Ben totally knew that. And Kevin was the one that was making a big stink about it. Yeah. And when Ben shows up, he's like, yeah, dude, I figured I wasn't going to stay with you guys. Like, don't trip. I'll take the garage apartment. Yeah. And what Lucy recommended to the garage apartment. Yeah. And Kevin was so like against it he's like no he's here he wants to be with family it feels weird sticking him sticking him up there yeah okay let's talk about kevin in this episode because Mm. i just don't know like no (laughs) like what the fuck was kevin's deal in this episode (laughs) yeah he just wouldn't quit and like lying about his birthday trying to convince her to stay he was so like what was his problem? I don't know. It just reminded me of like the first episode, how he's trying to avoid her wrath. I, I a poor choice of words, but like, no, you know, I, I know what you mean, but at that point, you know, he, um, he kept agreeing and doing things, but this time he's making an excuse to be on her good side about things. And I, it was just weird. See, I don't, I don't think it's that at all. I, I think, I, I think, Kevin was in a weird headspace this episode where he was very like aloof. Like, yeah, like he goes over 
to Eric. Like, it's the middle of the night. Eric's camping with the boys. Mm -hmm. Samson shows up in the backyard and starts sniffing around, right? Yeah. He comes up and he's just like, oh, hey, what's up? Like, oh, yeah, Samson's here. Oh, are you need that burger? Oh, again. And Eric's trying to be like, dude, what the fuck, dude? And Kevin's like, oh, yeah, that's cool, whatever. Like, I hurt my neck. And he's like, oh, yeah, it's fine. He's so fucking weird. And then they spend all night fucking looking for Happy. Happy's been over there the whole time. Time. Yeah, He just strolls in in the morning like, oh, yeah, Happy's with us. No big deal. And Eric's like, okay, could you care more, bro? Because, like, I'm in fucking pain. I haven't slept. And Kevin's like, yeah, well, can my brother come and stay here? Like, what the fuck are you talking about, Kevin? <laughs> Not to mention he flat out lies to Lucy about yeah. it being Ben's birthday. I don't understand why he had to lie about and it. And tells Eric that he's lied to his daughter. Yeah. Like, what? Get your head out of the clouds, man. I don't know what happened to him. He's a weirdo in this episode. Mm-hmm. And like... And he gets some. Yeah, he does. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. You're like, yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. Um, Because here's the thing. So, and I guess we were totally wrong about Lucy's arc this season because she decides that she's okay with undoing the nursery in this episode, Mm -hmm. which is basically her saying like, okay, I'm ready to move on Mm -hmm. and let go. Maybe not move on, but like let go. Yeah. Right. And she wants to just do it all. She's like, if we do this together, we can repaint. We can move everything downstairs. We can get it out, like, yeah. clean this up, and get it ready for Ben, like tonight. Mm-hmm. And then she, and then they have sex and everything. And so it's really like Lucy's. Th- this is like that one like transitionary episode between yeah. all the anger and hurt and pain she was feeling, and then like presumably the next episode of her just like having moved on or whatever like Mm -hmm. this is the letting go episode yeah so which in a way like i'm glad for her because truly it would have been like kind of sad to see her so sad and angry for like 15 episodes or whatever yeah let's be real and and now that I think about it too, like how much more could we have handled of that? Really, it's true. You know what I mean, like you kind of it wears itself out as terms of story. You know? Yeah. Um. So, like, I'm glad. I'm glad that she's able to put, like, throw her weight into this project. You know, as yeah. a way of like moving, moving on, on and like letting go. And yeah, stuff. she does a good. T- yeah. yeah. <laughs> and clearly, like, they had sex for the first time, like in a while. You know. Yeah. Which then Ben walks in on, which is hilarious. <laughs> Ben, don't you fucking knock. Come on. Dumb boy. He should know better. He has brothers. Come. I mean, well, don't they have an... Oh, do they? Oh, no, they have a sister. Oh, yeah. They have a middle sister. Well, whatever. You know privacy. Mary Ellen or some shit? Oh, dude, seriously. What was that long ass once, right? Once. Yep. Never again. Okay. Maybe once or twice. But no, I really just think once. Who cares? Yeah, exactly. Um, Because the show doesn't. Yeah, really. (laughs) We're never going to see her again. So, Um, yeah. So, I don't know. Lucy, Kevin, chill. Chill. I guess. They're okay. She even bakes a cake, even though she knows it's not Ben's birthday. Well, he bakes a cake, but doesn't matter. I mean, Kevin. She knows it's not Ben's birthday because she's not an idiot. Obviously. But she goes along with it anyway. Yeah. Which is, again, like... A really good sign for Lucy. I yeah, think. like it's it's not bothering her. She's yeah. like, all right, let's go for it. Yeah, we're gonna have a non-birthday party or whatever they're gonna do. Yeah, 
Why not? So, okay, so Lucy has oh yeah a um what <laughs> like a guy like one of her people that she's tending to yeah whatever. Stanley Stanley. Um, you know how Eric used to do, right? Where yeah. like he would visit people in the hospital and shit. Mm-hmm. Like she's got one of those. Yeah. And has um because she's doing this project at the house all day, asks Eric to like take care of that for her. Yeah. Which is essentially to go visit Stanley in the hospital. I wonder if he pulled that ki- I wonder if he's ever pulled that kind of stunt with uh Reverend Kunkirk. Oh, Stanley? Yeah. I'm sure. I I got the sense that this is Stanley's deal. That he's one of those, like, you know, gregarious, like, lives in the moment, kind of, like, no filter kind of dudes. And so when Eric comes in, um, he's immediately, like, all over him. He's like, nice jacket, give it to me. Nice shoes, give it to me. You know, whatever. Um, And Eric's here because in his capacity of, like, oh, what can I do for you? I'm here for you. Like, you want to talk to me kind of thing. And Stanley's like, I don't need to talk to you. You're, like, I don't care. Like, give me your jacket, you know, whatever. Give me some alcohol and a smoke. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, that's what you can do for me is get me a pack of menthols. Um, and Eric's like, well, I'm not going to do that because your heart, you know, whatever. And then the doctor comes in and the doctor knows Eric, of course, because everyone mm-hmm. knows Eric and um, knows Stanley's um, knows that Stanley needs to get his like tests done or whatever. Yeah. And asks Eric how his heart is and stuff. And, you know, that Eric hasn't seen his doctor in a minute, you know, yeah. whatever. And so the doctor's like, well, why don't we do run some tests for you, too, since you're here kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. So they run Stanley's tests. They run Eric's tests. The doctor calls Eric into the office. And Eric's asking about Stanley. Yeah. And the guy's like, oh, Stanley's fine. He just comes in here every couple of weeks because he wants the attention kind of thing. But he's yeah. like, like, there's nothing wrong with him. He's fine. But you, on the other end, my friend, yeah. you need to go see your doctor because I'm, I can't, like, you're going to want to, yeah. <laughs> basically. Um, we don't know what it is. Yeah, that's, that's really all we get from it. We get yeah. the classic zoom in, fade out moment on yes. Eric's face. Um, and, you know, we don't, I'm going to guess that, oh, because Eric tells him, he's like, he's like, okay, I'll see my doctor, but you're sitting in front of me right now. So why don't you tell me what the test showed right now? So I know, right? Like, yeah. And of course we, the audience don't hear anything, but we get Mm -hmm. the sense that Eric now knows something about himself, which then gives like renews his vigor to go and yell at all the teachers and all that shit. Not give a fuck about anything. Gives zero fucks about shit. Yeah. Um, And then when he then goes, back to the King Kirks to pick up the kids because he was in the hospital. So they picked up the twins from school and everything, or they were watching the twins and whatever. Mm -hmm. So when he goes back there to like pick them up, um, he wants all the foods. He wants to eat the steaks and the fries and the cakes and the, she's like, it's all greasy. He goes, give it, give it. He's like, he's like, I'm going to go camping again because fuck it. Like life is short and like whatever, you know? Um, and so he's, he's all just like no holds barred, man. Yeah. Like he's going for it. You can see like, you can see all the emotions on his face from they, I think he did a great job at, you could see in his mind he's thinking and feeling at the same time as he's delivering. So it's like you're trying to, you see like the different ways of emotion coming through this guy. Mm-hmm. So it's, and Kevin says just as much, I think to Lucy in bed, like angry, sad, angry, sad, like about, about Eric. Mm. They're like, I don't know what it is. 
And like, you don't know. We don't know. Right. And they don't know yeah. is, the, is the real thing. Because Lucy picks up on the fact that like her dad was acting weird. Yeah. You know, because he's, he's all like, give me the cake or, you know, yeah. whatever. And he's also kind of thinking out loud, too. Yeah. he Yeah. He does that thing of like, because life is short and I don't know. And, you know, like yeah. with like being vague and mm-hmm. not really saying anything, but like saying a lot, you know, yeah. whatever. And then he does this whole um, speech kind of monologue if you will about like birthdays and candles and stuff why don't i start with the cake okay start with the cake if that's what you want that's what i want and uh, and put some candles on it you have some candles if you don't i'm i'm sure we have some over at our house i have candles and i was gonna put the candles on the cake but it's not really ben's birthday yeah but it'll be fun and and besides it's someone's birthday somewhere right right besides birthdays are just a reminder that we can you know, take a day and start life all over again. Every day, we ought to get up and act as if it's our birthday. As if it's the start of something new, you know, a new chance to live life the way we should live life. Mm-hmm. This really resonated for me. Because I don't know how you feel about your birthday. Okay. But my birthday has always been that for me. Yeah. Like, like, you know, people love to like do new year's resolutions and whatever. Like for me, my year starts and ends on my birthday. Yeah. Like it's always like a time of like renewal for me. Like I tend to do a lot of like reorganizing or decluttering or Mm -hmm. like just like physical sort of like manifestation of change. Yeah. Um, on on or around my birthday you know and like that just really resonated like the idea that like it reminds us that we get to start over you Mm -hmm. know in albeit maybe a superficial kind of way yeah but but it's but it's like a marker you know what i mean it's it's like a milestone i think so I usually like to treat my birthdays that way too. Mm-hmm. It's almost like I do a rundown mm-hmm. of my life in a way in in that day or the day before or the day after something around a couple yeah. of days around your birthday, right. right? But I will say last year for my birthday, I actually just let it be. Okay. I was literally thinking about that too. I was like, what thing that I do for my birthday last year? Nothing. Yeah. Yeah, like I didn't think about anything. Mm-hmm. Didn't want to add what I can make better or what I can't or whatever. I just I didn't do that. But I mean, but the New Year's resolution thing, that kind of happened. And all it was mm-hmm. is just focus on just focus on yourself and the in the way that you can I don't know what's the right word here. Be more mindful. That's it. That's mm-hmm. the best way to put it. Just to be more mm-hmm. mindful. That was my resolution. So far, it's good. But I didn't do that for my birthday. Yeah. Which was weird. Because usually I do. But I didn't give a shit. Yeah. To care. <laughs> I, well, then that's the thing, right? Is like, it's that thing of like, as you get older, your birthdays are less and less significant or yeah. important or whatever. And I think that's true from like an age perspective, you know? Like, yeah. once you reach a certain age, like, it's all the same. Who cares? Kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But... I think for me, like my birthday is just, it's this, it's this moment for me to like set my intention. 
yeah for myself and for my year and whatever you know Mm -hmm. even if it's even if it's not necessarily like super conscious or like or um pomp and circumstancy you know what i mean like because i used to like make a big deal about like well i'm gonna journal and i'm gonna you know whatever and you know and i have and i always had these grand plans of like this is gonna be the journal of when i was 30 or you know Yeah. yeah right two days later it's like you know never mind but um yeah like i I was like literally on my after I watched this episode on my drive to work I was trying to remember because like I always like to mark that midnight moment in some way even if it's just like a silent like to myself like that's my birthday oh, like yeah. you know yeah, some yeah. way I'm, I'm with you and I for whatever reason I couldn't remember any like grasp onto a memory of how I marked it when I turned 31, like, I don't know. I, I genuinely think I journaled the evening, like that evening. Like, yeah. and I was asleep before midnight. <laughs> like I yeah. genuinely, if I recall, that's what I did. And it was like the first time in my, in my life probably that I've done that, you know? Yeah. And and that had its own sense of coolness to it where I was like, Oh, cool. You know, like maybe I've, cross that line where it doesn't have to be this like thing anymore you know I don't know but I don't know man like I get it like and and whatever Eric's dealing with in this moment Mm -hmm. clearly it's something pretty serious we don't quite know what it is but if it has something to do with his heart or whatever it's not nothing you know yeah and so whatever he's dealing with it's clearly making him reflective and making like uh, forcing him maybe to like take stock you know of his life and himself and everything and that's that's kind of awesome Mm -hmm. you know and important yeah you know we all need to do that like talk about being mindful yeah like so much of that has to do with taking stock of yourself and where you're at in your life and what you want or don't want or whatever you know Mm -hmm. and um yeah, so clearly, like, that's his headspace, Yeah, you know? Um, but, yeah, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what happens. Yeah. I wonder how dark it's going to get, or is it not going to be dark? I don't you know. know what I, mean? I don't know. I mean, the, the kicker here is, like, Annie. Yeah, like, I'm assuming the worst-case scenario, cancer. Oh. I'm really, I'm going Ooh, there. I didn't go there. I actually went there. I mean, what else is there? Well, because he does say so. So he asks the doctor, like, don't tell me I'm going to need heart surgery again. because yeah. I can't do that. And the doctor says, unfortunately, no, mm-hmm. which means terminal, right? That's what it sounds yeah, like. like. Unfortunately, no. Yeah. Like means that surgery can't solve whatever this is. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, my, I see, I, I just went straight to like his heart. Like I, like he mm-hmm. has like, like, you know, his heart's going to die or something. Like I didn't think cancer, but now that you've said it, I'm like, yeah, dude, totally. I don't, I mean, that's where I went naturally, but oh, I can't. Wow. Shit. Interesting. You think that, oh man, I wonder if, yeah. Okay. I'm not even going to start yeah. guessing or jumping ahead of myself. All that here. kept running through my mind though is remember like years ago we, I think when we like first started this podcast mm-hmm. there was that sound bite from Catherine Hicks from like TMZ or whatever they were like asking oh, her if yes. she'd ever do a reboot and she said yeah if if Eric's dead yeah which holy shit like is that where we're going with this season oof 
like eventually he's oh yeah yeah okay i don't let's not we'll see man we've got like 19 more episodes to go yeah um yeah damn yeah okay maybe i can see why um the audiences might have been really sad and moved when they found out that maybe eric camden is gonna pass away I can I can now like see it. Well, because yeah, because like no matter what, no matter your opinions on the show or Stephen Collins as a person or whatever, like you know, it's yeah. Eric. Like no, he's I know the patriarch of the family. Like you know? I can't. Oh God, I just wonder if they're gonna have an episode like this. Hey, where they're gonna come? What a like- way to go out! If it's the end, you know. Yeah, it would be an interesting way to go out. Yeah. Oh man. Now I just thought about. Okay, dude. We haven't seen Martin Sandy. Uh, oh like, yeah. Oh yeah. Non-existent in this episode. This episode nobody, is very much inside. Yeah. The, inside the home of the Camdens and the King Kirk. Yeah. Like, and well, the school, but. but mm. Yeah. And the hospital. I, guess. I, I really <laughs> forgot that they were all there. You get what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, because yeah. it was just so There's heavy. So into much. Them. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. It'll Very be dense. interesting. It was quite a dense episode. It was weirdly. Yeah. Because there's not a whole lot going on, mm-hmm. but it's like heavy. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That that Stanley character, he was he was awesome. He's a trip. He's a legit trip. <laughs> yeah. Um okay. So any stray observations? I'm trying to mm, I don't think so. Except Savannah's cute. The twins are the twins. Savannah's so cute. I'm just talking. For a hot minute. Yeah. Because this episode was all about the boys, right? Like, especially in the beginning. Yeah. It was just Eric and the twins. For a hot minute, I was like, God damn it, we spoke too soon. Remember? Because like last episode, we were like, oh, Brenda's basically telling us that that, that the twins are never going to matter, you know? (laughs) And I was like, God damn it. Now here they are mattering. They don't. Yeah. (laughs) They're going to be homeschooled. but They don't matter. Yeah. But Ben, it was nice to see Ben. And I, okay. I thought it was extremely sweet when you hear Ben calling Eric dad. Yeah. I, I, yeah, that was really cute. I was like, really? He's calling him dad. It's not even just Kevin. I was like, this is cute. I know. Oh, I have one straight observation. Oh, when, um, Ben cracks Eric's neck. (laughs) Poor guy. Dude, this noise he makes. I'm a trained EMT. I can do this. So you're certified to not break my neck. Let him do it. Go ahead. What could it hurt? My neck. Well, all right, you ready on the count of three? Okay. Okay. One, two, three. Oh! Because that's what happens. Sounds like you're on a roller coaster, dude. So funny. <laughs> Sorry. And I love how, like, so then when, when the first time he does it, like what we just heard, right? Yeah. It, they they cut to the outside of the, of the house, house so, yeah. so you're not seeing it happen. But then it, it's an act break, so it's like mm-hmm. fade out next act. But the second time it happens at the dinner table yeah. where it's successful, mm-hmm. they once again cut outside Mm -hmm. and then cut right back in like relax why couldn't you just show it to us like who cares like it was such a weird cut of like outside inside like okay like you guys don't have a chiropractor on staff to come in like all right this is what it looks like you're doing he doesn't even have to really do anything he just has to like put his hands around his head and move it like who cares add in the sound effects later like 
<laughs> Who gives a fuck? The fact that they cut outside and then cut right back in like and, a second later and is all you so hear funny. Is, Ooh. And he's like moving his neck around and yeah. stuff. I wonder, okay, so that's an interesting thing too. Like obviously the pain in the neck is is a symbol. Right. It's symbolism yeah. for he's he spends the entire episode with this pain where he's like he can't move properly. He's got his head tilted, yeah. whatever. And at the end, at the very end, when he's like surrounded by his family and he's like talking about the birthday yeah. candles and whatever, then he finally has a moment of relief. Yeah. From this pain he's been carrying around. Mm-hmm. Like, I wonder or I'm left to wonder, like the pain in the neck is a symbol for what like harboring shit that you shouldn't be harboring letting things go well letting it all just hang out because now you're free i think so i think so definitely because even like you see those rays of motion with eric when he walks into lucy's house and like saying i'm gonna eat all the burgers give me all the grease i've had enough salad to last me a lifetime Mm -hmm. and he like he let go of the burden of staying healthy in his because he's like well for what yeah because he's acting like for what right i'm gonna leave at some point right i'm leaving so let me enjoy what i got and he and ben says as much too when he's gonna adjust him the second time he goes you need to be sitting and relax that's right and i was like he is relaxed like he just doesn't give a fuck right which was now so now he's in a position to let the pain go too or putting him yeah, but let the pain go and almost kind of like let someone else take over. Yeah. Ooh, uh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Because you see him look up into the sky I know. with that candle in the end. I know. Fucking bed. <laughs> oh, I know. When he's in the tent by himself. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Because we didn't even talk about that. So, like, they do the whole birthday fake dinner thing yeah. or whatever. But then that night, he's alone in his tent with a little slice of cake. And he's lighting this candle because it's. it looks like he's, like, getting ready to, like, pray. Yeah. You know, and use the candle as, like, the symbol for that. And then he's going to blow out the candle and, like, release his prayers out or whatever kind of thing. Yeah. And of course it gets interrupted hilariously. But um but even that is I think like a moment for well, him. Uh, the candle lights again cuz it doesn't oh, it doesn't true. go out, right? It's it's those candles that just don't go out. Yeah. And I was like oh, I was like oh cheesy candle, so, but it's so sweet. No, so okay, so then what does that mean, right? Like that means that oh like he's going to have a continued chance to keep Maybe renewing himself like a birthday or whatever i guess i don't know just i guess keep the light on yeah i guess maybe that's what he needs to do just keep the light yeah it was kind of cool yeah it was a decent episode yeah it was i think yeah i think after talking about it with you i think now i appreciate it more yeah again like i didn't know how it, it didn't sit well with me and not because it didn't sit well because it wasn't a good episode it just it just didn't sit. It, it was a lot. Yeah. It brings up a lot. There's, <laughs> yeah. th- there's a lot of subtext happening in this mm-hmm. episode, which maybe for the first time ever on yeah. this show, which always which then brings back to tonally yeah. season 11. This is a different show. It is. Yeah. Like, this is unlike anything we've seen before from mm-hmm. this show. Symbolism. Yeah. Fucking metaphors and yeah. shit. Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, you know. Like, like, some shit's left behind the curtain instead of yes, everything is yes, out. Yes. Yes. Like, very 
good stuff happening in this episode. Interesting. In a way that is interesting. You know, like, it's not just, like, bullshit stuff. It's, like, good stuff. So it you took know? them really 10 seasons, huh? Well, or more likely, they were just like, fuck it. <laughs> like, yeah, or that. You know, let's just make the show we want to make because we don't know. Yeah. They brought us back for 13 episodes. Oh, wait, you know? 22. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Poor guy. Could you imagine this first half is fun and intense? Like, Oof, like and then gritty? it just becomes garbage because they didn't know what to do. Well, hopefully the extended season, they were told about that somewhere in the middle of the 13. Uh, so they were maybe able to course correct as opposed yeah. to get 13 and then it's trash, you know? Yeah, it's true. Hopefully. Hopefully. Um, hmm. We'll see. Okay. It'll remain to be seen over the next 19 episodes. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Um, Rate this puppy. Two thumbs up. Two thumbs up. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. I I enjoyed it. I thought it was really worth my time. Yeah. You know? Except Kevin just being a dodo head. Which... You know, okay, so toxic masculinity. There's something to be said about portraying that too. Yeah. You know, little moments about like, oh, like, yeah, so your neck hurts. Be a man. Get over it. You know, tough it out. Shit like that. Like, you know, Kevin is not necessarily a paragon of good male energy. Yeah. You know what I mean? You almost want to tell Kevin, I want you to get old and be in pain and then tell me where you're at. Yeah. (laughs) And I want you to maybe have more of a fucking like, heart to you you know like he's he tends to be a little like robotic sometimes and but again i mean we don't like that yeah but if that's the purpose he's serving as a character so be it like i can appreciate on the meta level that yeah what i mean um yeah Mm. i don't know Mm. cool good shit brenda (laughs) you'll never hear us say that again Uh, (laughs) like cut to next episode Uh, (laughs) um yeah uh that's gonna do it for us folks Mm -hmm. thanks as always for listening um you can find us on social media at for heaven's sake pod um you can send us an email at for heaven's sake show at gmail.com send in those final thoughts questions comments all that stuff start sending them in now yeah we are really looking forward to gathering all that stuff and putting something special together exactly. for you guys at the end of this. So, um, yeah, send us that stuff. You got, you, you can always, you can also always just reach out to us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram too. Yeah. Like, you know, you don't have to write us an email. Um, we see everything. We mm-hmm. read every comment, every post, every tweet, it all goes through these eyeballs. Exactly. So we, we love hearing from you guys and appreciate it. And, uh, until next time. Bye. Bye.